a lot of people think that PTSD is only for military. And um, that's not really the case. It's post-traumatic stress disorder. It's actually a disease. Um, and it's a really interesting thing that happens. Everybody thinks it's a mental health issue. And it's actually not. It starts in the body first. And what happens is, is that um, it's, it's all about the central nervous system. Have you ever seen two dogs fight? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Okay, and what happens afterwards? Um, I usually don't stick around long enough to watch it. <laughs> well, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> Why stick around? So after, you know, the orders pull them apart and they kind of go their own separate ways, you might notice the dogs shaking. And that's really important. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspirations. This is the Monday Motivation, and I'm your host, Althea Richardson. So today, my special guest is Miss Anessa Hudak. She is the founder of the Trauma Healing Yoga Therapy Program. And she's going to go and give us some insight on how effective it is for individuals that have experienced that or that do experience PTSD, in particular individuals that have experienced sexual abuse or sexual trauma. Um, she is a two-time rape survivor and she shares just a brief background about her, her uh, past, but her the focus is on how to heal those individuals that experience the aftermath of sexual abuse or any type of trauma. We also talk about PTSD and how do people get it, what it, what it is all about, as well as the comparison between yoga and yoga therapy. So you guys sit back and enjoy this information by Miss Anessa Hudak on Wolf Inspirations, The Monday Motivation. So, Anessa, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Well, I am a um, yoga therapist. I live in Manhattan, Kansas, and um, I work specifically with uh, women who have been sexually traumatized, helping them release the trauma from their body and be able to, um, you know, live life again, take back their power. Okay. How did you get started in doing that? Well, life is a journey. You know, I don't think you ever wake up one day and say, I want to be a yoga therapist. And <laughs> I want to work with this, you know, particular group of people. Yeah. Um, I kind of fell into it. And I'm a two-time rape survivor myself. And so, you know, I walk the walk every day. I am mm -hmm. specifically trained to work with people who have PTSD and other trauma-related issues. Um, for years, I worked with veterans, active duty, and retired um, and folks of all kinds of, you know, with all kinds of trauma. Um, but for me, especially, it was really um, gratifying to work with women who were like me. Okay. And so that's why I've kind of limited myself down to just that one group. Okay. Now, do you mind um, sharing some of your um, experience as far as uh, what happened to you as a, a victim? My first rape occurred when I was 18. It was a date rape. Happened in my own bed. Wow. And okay. um, I 
you know, everyone says, okay, so you, you go and you talk about it. And that's what I did. And I kept finding that over the years, I had to keep going back and talking about it. And I wasn't getting any real closure. I just kept talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes it would, I feel like it would kind of be at rest and then something would happen and it would bring it back up again. And I just never felt like it was coming to a close. And I found myself in a yoga teacher training course. Okay. And it was um, this particular school that I went through was called Yoga Fit. And they have a warriors program, which is for active duty and retired military working with PTSD. And so I found myself in uh, one of these classes and I was like, oh boy, the first person I really need to work on is right here. I got to work on me before I can really help others. And it took me on this journey and I really started to understand why I was reacting to certain things Mm -hmm. and, you know, what was triggering me and what things I could do to, for myself to really help myself. And then um, I felt like I, I had a really good handle on things. So I started working with other people. Then about four years ago, I was uh, raped again. Um, not something I really discuss. Mm-hmm. But at that point in time, I was like, okay, you know, putting me in my client's shoes, what would I tell mm-hmm. my clients to do? You know, and then I take off the clinician hat and put on, you know, the client hat and say, okay, that's what I need to start doing. And so I was able to put myself on the mat and kind of put myself through what I would truly put my, my clients through. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, it was a really interesting process and it's always, um, a, you know, it's always a process. Mm-hmm. Um, it never really ends. Healing from this is uh, a marathon. It's certainly not a sprint. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Talk to me about what is, what is PTSD? Cause there may be some listeners that may not be familiar with that or they may be experiencing it, but they don't realize that that's what that is. A lot of people think that PTSD is only for military and um, that's not really the case. It's post-traumatic stress disorder. It's actually a disease. Um, And it's a really interesting thing that happens. Everybody thinks it's a mental health issue and it's actually not. It starts in the body first. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, is that um, it's, it's all about the central nervous system. Have you ever seen two dogs fight? Yes, <laughs> definitely. Okay. And what happens afterwards? Um, I usually don't stick around long enough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> Why stick around? So after, you know, the orders pull them apart and they kind of go their own separate ways, you might notice the dog's shaking okay and that's really important and i'll tell you why in a second we live our lives in our upper echelon brains we do um, critical thinking there Um, that's where our emotional control is you know we make our grocery lists and, and math problems and we do all logistical stuff in this upper echelon brain right then we have a reptilian brain and that takes care of the stuff we don't think about like um breathing you know letting us know we have to go to the bathroom Um, (laughs) all these all these homeostasis kind of stuff that we we don't even think about blinking right housed in that reptilian brain it's also our fight flight and freeze mode and that's what keeps us alive 
And literally, when you become overwhelmed by a situation and your central nervous system thinks that you are in vital danger, they switch this, you know, they flip the switch, they put you in that reptilian brain, they put you into this fight for light or freeze mode to get you, you know, wherever you need to be. Mm-hmm. And it's all very automatic. Your body is doing exactly what it's wired to do. Mm-hmm. In order for us to reset the central nervous system and to reset the brain and to go back into the upper echelon brain, we have to do just like the dogs did. We have to shake. Okay. Okay. And, you know, as humans, when we see one, someone who's like maybe been in a car accident or whatever, and we see them shaking from trauma, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, we hate to see people shaking. And what do you do? You hold them, right. you, you know, that shaking mechanism is key to them resetting the central nervous system. Okay. What happens if they don't? Well, then they're stuck in the reptilian brain. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, um, they're constantly in this fight, flight, or freeze mode. That's why people are triggered. Mm-hmm. That's why they're having nightmares. Uh, that's why they're living like this and responding. You know, they're reacting. They're actually not responding. They're reacting. Whereas if they were in the upper echelon ba- brain, they would be responding. Yeah, yeah. And for um, someone that is a victim of either sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, it can be something as small as a a, a, a smell or, or a certain sound or, um, I don't know, something as simple as some, some, someone saying a certain word that it's like a, a trigger a mechanism in, in your brain that's like, oh, there's that memory again, and it comes back up, and then it's like a flood of memories, and it's like you're actually there reliving the same situation over again. And it's horrible. It is a very horrible experience, especially for individuals that have experienced um, a long-term uh, amount of trauma. Um, it's like, a, I, I look at it like a record player that's on skip, that just continues to go around and around and around. It's like a cycle you can't really get out of. So your therapy, yoga therapy, how does that help someone come out of that cycle? I love this question. So we are able to really hone in. There's actually um, exact muscle groups within the body that house your emotions, um, that house this trauma. So we're able to really hone in on those muscle groups and we work them to exhaustion. And so when, you know, you're at the gym, you're working out, maybe you're doing lots of walking, whatever. And you know, you, you get a muscle to exhaustion, it shakes, right? Exactly. So we're able to actually replicate that shaking mechanism to help reset the central nervous system. Okay. Okay. That is really interesting. So give me a comparison to with yoga, just regular yoga versus therapy yoga. How, what's the comparison in the two and the difference between the two? So if you think of yoga as a big pie, if we split it in half, On one side, we have um, fitness-based yoga. 
And we have beautiful things like Ashtanga and Yin and, um, you know, aerial yoga and heck, there's co-ed naked yoga. There's hot note yoga, Brickham. Uh, there's all kinds of yoga and they're wonderful and they're yummy and they're there to meet whatever need you, you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other side, we have therapy yoga. And these are really there to really meet your needs. So there is, um, you know, yoga therapy for cancer, cardiac rehab, MS, Parkinson's, all different types of, of you know, needs, if you will. Mm-hmm. And like I do, PTSD. Okay. And so one of the first things, one of the first things I would say is that, you know, if you have a, a specific physical need or um, emotional need, um, really find someone who can meet your needs. If you walk into your local, you know, yoga studio around the block, that person might be really well educated to teach you a fitness based type of yoga, but they may not be entirely equipped to handle special needs. Okay. Okay. And so, so you, know. you want to keep yourself safe. You want to keep the teacher safe. You want to keep the rest of the class safe. You know, obviously talking with the teacher and maybe specifically finding someone to meet your needs might be your best bet. Okay. So let me ask you something. There's a lot of um, different modalities out there as it pertains to uh, therapy. You got um, DBT and uh, CBT. And so Give me the comparison as far as with yoga therapy and CBT or DBT treatment for individuals as it pertains to PTSD. Well, I am not a social worker. I am not a licensed therapist. I'm not a counselor. Um, I do know of these particular types of you know modalities, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm really not licensed to talk on them. Okay. Um, what I can say is that in my class, my goal is not only to get you to move your body, um, I am there to help you reconnect your body and your brain, which mm-hmm. when you have PTSD, um, your body and your brain become uh, offline. They're not talking to one another. So my job is to get them talking again. And I, um, I talk the entire class time. It's okay. kind of like the Anissa stand-up routine. Um, I am talking the entire time and, you know, it's interactive. I, I ask lots of questions. Um, we usually talk a lot about food. (laughs) Um, sometimes it's sports, you know, whatever we're talking about. Um, because my, you know, I, I'm not a, a licensed therapist, so I'm not really there to talk. We don't do a lot of talk therapy. We're doing movement therapy. Okay. Okay. And so I want to keep people's brains occupied. Okay. You know, when people are alone with their thoughts, that's where the scary stuff happens. Yeah. You know, people go down the rabbit hole at that point. Um, I don't want that. That's not what they're there for. That's not my job. My job is to get you to move your body to release the trauma that's housed in the body. Okay. okay. And to connect the body and the brain. So we're talking the whole time. At the end of class, we do something called Shavasana, which is our final relaxation. And I generally read. I read uh, books of yoga poems. I read, um, I have a book of emotional, um, the emotional um, aspects of essential oils. Okay. I read all kinds of stuff to people okay. while they're in their final relaxation. Because again, I'm not licensed to have them be alone with their thoughts. Okay. Okay. 
So um, how does someone get trained or get credentialed in doing what you're doing? Well, um, you know, if you're lucky enough to take um, some of the classes from YogaFit, that's great. Okay. You can go on to a website called the International Association of Yoga Therapists, IAYT. And they have lots of schools that are present there that you can um, get associated with. Um, I'm also a student with Phoenix Rising Yoga Therapy. They teach a different type of yoga therapy for trauma. And so um, there's lots of different ways that you can get credentialed. Um, I would suggest that you start off with a 200 level fitness-based yoga, uh, RIT with registered yoga trainer. Um, just so you have some of the real basics down with a fitness-based yoga. And then from there kind of branch into the yoga therapy aspect. You need to be able to know how to move the body. And that way you know and, and know how not to move the body. And then you can kind of go, I think, more into the whole um, therapy aspect okay. from there. Awesome. What kind of results have you seen um, with the clients that you've worked with? I've seen all kinds of results. Okay. You know, um, for some people, you know, they see me for three months and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Some people sure. I've seen for three years and they still come. Okay. You know, it, everyone is such an individual. I mean, trauma is so individual. It's, it's like your thumbprint and how you heal from it. It's, there's no timetable. There's no, you know, I, sometimes people say, get over it. You know, you need to get over it. No, there's no timetable for healing. No. And so it takes everyone their own time. Mm -hmm. And however long that takes, it takes. Well, it is definitely something that's actually I'm not familiar with. So I'm learning a whole lot tonight <laughs> about uh, yoga therapy because I've, I've interviewed um, different uh, other different types of yoga, um, Christian yoga, um, just regular yoga. I mean, it's it's a there's a variety of different styles of yoga that it's out there. And this one as well is is really interesting in that you're you're honing in on that individual that has experienced trauma. You're centering in on that and helping them to to overcome that. So that's phenomenal. That is really awesome. And your success rate from what you're saying it's is it's working. It's doing its thing. So that's pretty cool. It's really amazing. And what I love is that you know you spend an hour on the mat with someone. And you, you know, you first you, you see them walking in and sometimes they have the weight of the world on them mm -hmm. and you can just see it, you know, and then they spend an hour with you on the mat and you know, I'm, they're doing the work really. It's not anything that I'm doing. They're doing the work when they don't even realize it. And then by the time you're done, you can see that this weight that they were carrying has been lifted. And even if it buys them an hour of peace, that's amazing for them. Yeah. yeah. And how often do people come and see you or, or, or how often are the, is the uh, program like during the week? Well, when I had my studio pre COVID, <laughs> thank you, COVID. Um, you know, I ran classes about three times a week and it's kind of like chiropractic care. You know, the more you go, the longer it lasts. Mm -hmm. 
And so however many times people would be able to come, that would be great. Sometimes I'd see people three times a week, sometimes once a week, whatever, you know, their needs were. Wow. And so are you doing it now video or how, how are you able to offer the classes now? I am doing everything online. Okay. Um, and in January, I will be launching an actual membership for women who've been sexually traumatized. And awesome. it's going to be uh, a month to month membership, um, you know, including a community and all kinds of different stuff. I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, so that'll be happening in January. It'll be a really safe, confidential place for women to be able to, you know, get together. Because mm -hmm. one of the things about, especially being sexually traumatized, you feel very alone. Yeah. And yeah. that was one of the things that, you know, like four years ago, I really noticed I felt very lonely. And I started looking at other things that, you know, other programs that were out there, um, AA, NA, and they all had a community aspect to them. Even Weight Watchers, you know, they have a community aspect to them. And I was like, okay, they're onto something. We don't have a community. We need a place where we can, you know, uplift each other or say, hey, I need help or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We need a place that's safe, that's confidential. Yeah. And um, I was like, okay, I need to create that. Yeah, yeah. What's keeping you motivated doing this? That's a great question. Because some days I'm like, why bother? <laughs> um, Especially with COVID and everything going yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, um, but again, I, I walk the walk just like every other woman. Um, knowing that if, that if it had been available to me, what would have my healing looked like? And we should have something available like this. This should be available to us. You know, and I have this amazing gift. I've, you know, been able to train. I want to share this gift. And again, we should have this community. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to create it. All right. Got the vision. Just make it work. Make it work for real. <laughs> Whatever that comes out, you know? Yeah, yeah. What suggestions do you have for someone who is currently struggling with PTSD, women in particular that may have experienced domestic violence or sexual assault, what suggestions could you offer in their healing process? In your healing process, it, it ended up being you doing uh, therapy yoga. Um, are there any other um, ideas that you can offer to women that have been struggling, that may be currently struggling now? Well, you know, the number one thing is you're not alone. You know, um, so don't think that you are because you're not. They say that um, one in every four women have experienced something like this. It's actually probably closer to one in two. Mm-hmm. Every other woman has experienced something like this, yeah. um, but it's underreported because of how it's always handled, unfortunately. Mm. And so you're not alone. Now, of course, I'm partial to yoga therapy, um, <laughs> but the bottom line is you really have to find what works for you. Again, your healing journey is individual as your trauma and your healing timetable and, and all of it. It's all very individual. And so maybe yoga isn't your gig. 
And that's totally cool. I have had people say, I've tried it. I've had people come and try it with me and they're like, I, I just can't do this. That's mm -hmm. cool. There is, you know, kickboxing. There's running. There is martial arts. There, some people, for some people, it's hiking. You know, find whatever is your gig. Maybe it's biking. I, whatever. It doesn't matter. Find what it is and do it. Yes, absolutely. Move, move, yeah. move. Yeah, and moving is so important because, you know, there's so much more to healing from this than just talk therapy and meds. Now, I have a therapist. Um, I do have a therapist that is actually specifically trained for sexual trauma. There are therapists out there that are specifically trained. You need to find yourself one. Um, I am on meds. There's nothing wrong with it. But Absolutely. it's not the end all. Yes. Yes. You have to move your body because you have to treat the whole person. Right. And because PTSD actually started in the body, in the central nervous system, mm -hmm. we have to treat the whole person. Yeah. 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 The, the combination of the exercise and, and seeing a, a, a therapist and if medication is needed, don't be ashamed to have to take it. And please, if you if you haven't talked to a therapist, if you haven't talked to anyone about what has happened to you, please, please, please talk to someone because walking around with that pain and, and that and that memory and everything and not just letting someone know what happened, it's 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 bound to eat you up inside. And, and it's, so for some people it's a it's a ticking time bomb. After a while, it's like, it's going to come out one way or the other. <laughs> it's guaranteed. The longer you hold it down, the worse it's going to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. You know, there is nothing to be ashamed of. There is nothing to be embarrassed of. Um, and I'm pretty open and transparent. I, I have no problem telling people, yeah, I'm, I'm a two-time rape survivor. And people just kind of look at me like, I can't believe you just said that. Why? If I had cancer... Would you think twice about me talking about my cancer? Right. There's nothing wrong with it. Right. Right. Anissa, I know you had mentioned that you have your in January you're going to be um, starting like a group in in 2021. Are there any other projects that you're going to be working on as well? Well, I'm super super excited because by the end of this month, which is October 2020, um my app is going to be released. Wow. Okay. That is awesome. Okay. I am so stoked. And <laughs> so, um, can you tell I'm, I'm yeah. super excited. <laughs> and what I, what I'm really hoping is that, you know, especially for women that they're going to feel like it's on their phone. It's more secure. It's more confidential. They're going to have healing available at their fingertips, a place where they can, you know, plug in. And so that's really what I'm working on. Um, so by the end of this month, it should be released. Available awesome. iTunes and Google Play. Okay, okay. How can people get in contact with you, um, find out more about your services, find you on social media? Where, where can we find you? Well, I'm like a bad penny. I just keep showing up. <laughs> like, that's good. I am all over social media, trauma healing yoga. Um, you can find me on Instagram, you know, Trauma Healing Yoga, um, Facebook, 
I have um, two groups that I run on Facebook that are absolutely free. One is Women Surviving to Thriving, and the other one is um, yoga, uh, yoga Therapy for PTSD and Trauma. Okay. Um, the Women Surviving to Thriving is specifically for women who have had sexual um, trauma. That includes, you know, domestic violence, because I think there's a lot of sexual trauma that ha happens in domestic violence. And I don't think women kind of put two and two together, yeah. um, but there is. And so, you know, we welcome them with open arms. So that group is specifically for them. The other group is for both male and females who have um, experienced any kind of trauma. Okay. Um, and I have a lot of military folks in there. Um, and it's just a, a general kind of PTSD group trauma group. And so um, I have those available as well um, that you can kind of plug into. And like I said, um, visit the website, www.traumahealingyoga.com. And like I said, I'm a bad penny. I just keep showing up. <laughs> well, Anissa, it has been a very interesting conversation and I've learned a whole lot and I'm definitely going to look into your services as well. And Thank you so much for sharing such awesome information. And um, yeah, you guys, you need to go to her website and sign up on her Facebook page as well to get more information about her services. Nessa, do you have any parting words for our listening audience? Just know that you're not alone and that you, you can't give up. It's not an option. <laughs> Definitely so get not. Plugged in. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing your information. I really appreciate you and um, look forward to checking out your information. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you. You are very welcome. Hey, you guys, this is Althea with Wove Inspirations. This is the Monday Motivation. You guys have an awesome day. Keep moving and God bless. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration, the Monday edition. Wove Inspiration interviews men and women who use their voice to share their stories of overcoming issues such as mental illness, abuse, and many other obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. The common factor for guests on Wove Inspiration are their victorious endings. You can follow us and leave comments on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under Wove Inspiration. You can also subscribe to this show on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or any other platforms you listen to podcasts.